Hello everybody, welcome to a special edition of Off The Rack, where we're going to talk about the biggest movie in the world right now, and probably, possibly the biggest movie ever. We'll see if it beats Avatar. Avengers Endgame! <laughs> I hope it beats God Avatar. Be, it better. I need it to beat Avatar. <laughs> yes, uh, and the thing is, is like, is Star Wars going to beat it in December? I don't know. Because like, as much as, I'll tell you this right now, I won't get too deep in this, but as much as I love the Avengers and Marvel and everything, Star Wars will always be my first love. And I cheered just as hard during the Rise of Skywalker trailer during that movie as I did for a lot of stuff during the Avengers movie. But, that being said, man, Endgame. Holy shit. I, this is just going to be a quick reaction. There'll be some spoilers in here, guys. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you have not seen it, do not listen to this podcast until you have. But definitely come back and listen to it. Uh, uh, they're just going to be quick, short reactions. But I, I, I loved this movie so much. And I, I had one friend say it's very fan service but I loved it anyway, and it is. Because, like, I, there's, like, at least two or three times I, well, here's the spoilers. They finally say Avengers Assemble. And I won't say how it happened, but I literally thrust my hands into the air in the middle of the theater and just like, yes! <laughs> like, it was such an exciting moment. My tears were rolling down my eyes. It was so, so fantastic. And uh, all the deaths that I predicted came true. <laughs> well, yeah. Cap's story was a little different than a death, but yeah. same kind of thing, kind of the end of his story and the end of his arc, mm-hmm. which is perfect because somebody said this, like this is, the Russo brothers making this their last movie makes sense because Cap's story is where they started and Cap's story is where they ended. Even though this ends many stories, yeah. but Cap's story ends right here, so... You know, the, sadly, bye bye, Russo Brothers for now. They I, even said that. Thank they you. Use that exact phrase. I was going for now. I was going to bring that up because they asked them if they could be lured back into the MCU. Yes. What's the character to do it with? And they did mention Wolverine at the top of their list. At least uh, Joe uh, did. So I'm very. Dude, that, I wouldn't mind giving the Russo Brothers X Men. Oh, because or they, just Wolverine. Well, even so, like what I want them to do is I, I may have said this in the pos, one of the pods we've done, but I, I feel like they need to have Wolverine be his own thing, have the X Men be their own thing, and then bring them together. Like almost like having the X Men be their own thing. Like, taking them out do of the, the picture. Web, do the Weapon X stuff. Yeah. They haven't really got into oh that God. that much. They've been little parts of the X-Men movies. Yeah. But you could do a whole movie just on Weapon X. I mean, I think you could even do a whole, like, thing of, like, a bunch of different X-Men before they become the X-Men and just see all their backstories. Yeah. Honestly, all of them, they're interesting before they become yes. X-Men. Do I think that would be cool. Oh, my God. Ooh, Alex. Ooh, Alex. Ooh, Alex. 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 Universe. <laughs> this is what I've been saying. Like, literally, what you do, introduce Storm and Black Panther, have Hulk do a movie, and have Weapon X be Wolverine is fighting the Hulk. And then, if you want to introduce Colossus or Nightcrawler down the road, whatever. But basically, the X-Men sets itself up for one or two movies to be their own five group of five, group of seven, however you want to play with the originals. Yeah. And then, at the end of one of those movies, they get... Pow! And so then the X-Men, Professor X, has to, and Cyclops have to go around and do a... a uh, days, what was the, 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 the island they had to fight? The island of Krakoa? Savage Land. Yeah, Well, not not going to the Savage Land. Oh, it's wait. the island they go to in... Um, Mer Island? Not no. Mer Island. It's like literally... Genosha. Genosha. No, not Genosha. It's literally... The islands are in the fucking Marvel Universe. There's a fuck ton. It's giant-sized X-Men 1. Like the first episode, the second team is together. The international team. Like, they go to an island, it's a, it's animated, it's a living island, and they end up throwing it into space. Using a combination of, I think, Polaris, oh, Havoc, and Iceman. It's wild. Oh, but anyway, long story short. blowing my mind here, Are you John. talking about As- Asteroid M? No. Oh, you guys have, have you guys ever not read Giant Size no, X-Men no number one? No, what you're talking about. No, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. That's a book for the wall, gentlemen, but I'll cover that on another day. <laughs> long story short, what you're going to build to is the X-Men uh, remain as this original team of five, 
give your other characters that I think are more interesting, your your Storms, your Wolverines, your your, your Nightcrawlers, your Colossus, give them some introduction somewhere else, and then when the X-Men have to pull back together to save the originals, then you have your Avengers moment, and you've brought these mutant characters from other MCU pieces, and they can have like a, not a full-on Avengers like swirl around the circle while the aliens are screaming from the rooftops, but you know, have like a nice little mini Avengers like, okay, this team got pulled together, because but we know who they are from, from independent stories. Because yeah. I think well, that there's, 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 there's a lot of disservice you don't do if you don't use Hulk's last movie to make him be the Wolverine introduction to the MCU. I yeah. think that's perfect, that's fitting, and it skirts the universal Hulk can't do a solo movie. But if it's a Wolverine movie that Hulk's in, fuck you guys. Well, the only reason Hulk can't do a solo movie is because of the universal rights now. But yeah, distribution. Uh, so the only thing I was going to quickly say before I hear your other guys' reactions that have seen it, uh, Russell and Josh, but like you said with the individual movies, Alex, like that's the way why Endgame was so effective. Because we have had, spent so much time with these people as those characters. We've gotten attached to them as much as we have the characters. So when we see something happen to them, it feels real. You know, the same way it felt real when Harrison, when Han Solo dies, even though I felt more Han Solo dying than a father killing a son, but that's another, or a son killing a father. That's a totally different uh, pod. But it, it's, just, it's just the impact you feel from seeing these characters go through that. Like, DC, that's where DC made the mistake. They didn't, they, now they're doing it, but they fucking should have done it from the very beginning. And Justice League wouldn't have been such a goddamn mess. Oh, yeah. we would have actually, or it, we, it would have been a mess, but we would have cared more about the actors and characters on the screen. Well, but no. Because Civil War was a mess, but I still like it. <laughs> but I agree with you. Like so All they needed to do was take a little more time. They were, they were so quick to try to play, hurry up and catch up to the Avengers. They didn't give the, the characters the yeah. air they need to breathe. Yeah. It's like the same thing as growing crops. You've got to plant these seeds and let them develop. Otherwise, why are you eating unripe fruit? It's like the freaking thing in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's not ripe. Yeah. Don't bite it until oh, it's ready. Oh, I love that line. The jarring yeah, fruit, but it's not ripe yet. Mm. Yeah. Russell, what was your... Yeah. I mean, you've seen it. You're the only one... Wait, you're the only one who's seen it twice, right? I saw it twice now. Okay, it's so still you've seen it two funny. more times than Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, zero times. Zero. But Alex, are you okay with us? Yes, please spoil it all. I yeah, he know. doesn't okay. mind. He's still going to see it, but he doesn't mind spoilers. Yes. Go ahead. He, okay. pre- he, pre- he told us earlier off by that he predicted the ends of pretty much all the Marvel movies. No, or I knew the ends of some of them, but I still, like, you know, I knew the end of Doctor Strange. I knew it was oh, going to be Oh, I thought you But I watched it. it, and I was like, this movie's cool. It okay. doesn't matter. Perfect. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, my, my experience was uh, the first time I watched Endgame, I loved it. It was absolutely incredible. And um, then after that, I started talking to people about it and reading the reviews, and then. Same with The Last Jedi, it was like, oh, I, the criticisms may, affected how I thought of it. And so I watched it the second time to make sure, and uh, I still loved it. It was better the second time, yeah. and the stuff that people didn't like about it, I loved. That's, you know what's funny, and I, and I felt the same way about that movie, it, that can happen, because I felt the same way about the, uh, the recent Jordan uh, Peele movie, uh, The uh, Us? Um, this Us. is Us? Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, this is not that TV show? <laughs> not a yet. No, this is not that. Yeah. They don't have us in the title. Uh, no, us. It, it, it's just, it's just, and and it, I can see it here. It's the, the complaints that my friend had. She didn't like it. She didn't like us. Yeah. The complaints that she had, I get. I'm like, I respect that. I understand that. But those, that doesn't bother me. Okay. So I think that's what's happening here. Like the same thing with Last Jedi. Like the things that I love about Last Jedi, and I think the same things can happen with Endgame. The things that I love, I'm gonna always love. Right. But if there's anything that bugs me, which right now, for Endgame, I can't think of anything. I was literally like, because Josh and I saw it together with a few of our friends, the Way We Nerd podcast, by the way, the other guys. We were just sitting in the, which John is now part of. We yeah. uh, were sitting in the second row like this and shit. And they got <laughs> in the recliners, because it's a three, out, three and a half hour movie if you see it at AMC, because of the yeah. fucking trailers. Yeah. But, uh, but the entire time, I have a smile from my face, ear to ear, and I'm just like eating 
You know, it's so a popcorn movie. I'm just like stuffing my mouth, just like big. I felt like a kid. It's like, so delightful. It's, um, it's so cool. The and two things, though, and it's so heavy at, at points too. It's really heavy at points. Yeah, I'll, I'll get. I'll just do two points real quick. Um, the two points that I loved, but people people criticized, was uh, Fat Thor. <laughs> I loved Fat Thor. I, told you the best yeah, I didn't mind it. I, did. loved, I loved Fat Thor, and I loved all the jokes. And people, awesome. the people who got offended by that, I, I'm not sure. If, I put, I'll assume they're smart people and, and got it. But for me, the whole joke, the whole point of the joke of Fat Thor is that he's this, he's usually traditionally a beefcake character that you know women audiences or or you know even, even straight male audiences because like I yeah. get a little like oh, wow <laughs> like yeah, he, he's good looking he's the one that. <laughs> People thirst after even the yeah. other characters in TV shows and stuff. Even characters on the screen, Batista. Yeah, like, he's just, like, <laughs> yeah right. Thirst one. He's all the pirate angel anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so the joke is like, yeah, he he has depression, and I guess people got mad that they made a joke out of his depression, and they fat shamed him. Like other characters oh, fat shamed him. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, like, dude, no, no, that's too much. I, I, I get what they're I get they're saying though. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I didn't bother me, but I can see what they're saying in the fact that they played the levity of Thor losing his mother after he literally got hit with everything from Infinity I War. I thought that was a heavy moment. Like I was feeling like the whole time yeah. I was like, oh my god, he's with his mom. I well, started crying during that part. Well, I think that, but that's his mom. But that's what people <laughs> thought. Like everyone's getting that inflection, but he didn't really play it that way on the screen. He played it more for comedy, which I don't care. I like it was it was a some choice. of it, but some of it he took. Like there was moments where he like was like. I could save my mom right now. Like you can see on his yeah. face, the pain yeah. on his face. No, I I thought that was played really well, and it was just great to have Renee Russo back in general. Yes, uh, oh. it was, and and she did the whole Doc Brown thing. I was like, no, I don't want to know about my future. Like, yep. And they did that twice. They they also said like when when Doctor Strange says is it like Tony asked him, you know, and he's like, you know, what happens? Is like I can't if I tell you, it might it won't happen. He said if I tell you it won't happen, and actually I have a problem with that line. Now that you mention it, I don't. And Russell, you're still talking, but I'll come oh, back to that because right. I actually have an issue with it because yeah. I think that it calls Tony Stark into question, and I don't like the way the movie did that, especially considering the end. All right. with, with the way I took that line when he said that was, "If I tell you, it ain't gonna happen." Was like, "If I tell you, you're not gonna do what you need to do to make it happen." And I think that calls from Strange be, into question everything that Tony's built up towards. Here's the, the thing: end. that might that might be Strange's opinion, though. Maybe, yeah. and that's true. Something he saw, and that's because Strange yeah. doesn't know Tony that well. Right, right. And what Tony gets in this movie is what he's always wanted. It's, so, especially at the last movie, there, there, back yeah. and forth. So, I get that argument, but the way I read it, that's just how I took it. And I was kind of like, "Well, fuck you, Strange." So, but anyway, keep going. Actually, going off of that, like after seeing it the second time, hmm? that that did bug me a little. But then, like, yeah. there was a moment. Where he recovered from it, where uh, Tony and and Doctor Strange look at each other, yeah, and Doctor Strange does this one. Oh, that's right, he, he does this gesture. The one. one, this is the one. Like he was telling, he was indicating to Tony, you know what you got to do. You know what you have to do. You have to die. Okay. The one time we win. Yeah, the one time we win, and you know what you have to like. They, he knew, they knew. Like, Which is everybody knows. Like, yeah, it, it's Infinity War was setting up. I mean, this whole thing has been setting up, and everybody knows Tony had to go. I hate to say it, but spoilers for yeah. spoiler, spoiler obviously, but. I'm, I'm sure Alex saw that coming too. Like it's one of those things that, like the way the, you can't. It, I wanted him to live so bad. See, I thought Trust he was going me. to. That 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 surprised I, me. I wanted him. I wanted to live so bad. And there's so many ways you can justify it, but they. That's what. I'm, they, that's what I'm saying. Not only did they handled that fantastic. Going back to the, I want to say one more thing about the Thor, Fat Thor. <laughs> the way the way they handled the way they handled that because John had said. The store is so powerful. He could probably take out Thanos. Yeah. As, as when he says full power, he did. He just didn't go for the fucking head. Yeah. Yeah. As John was saying, 
you have to get rid of Thor early to take him out of the action and this is the way they did it yeah. how fucking clever this is something a comic book has never done they would have done what John said where they throw him off into the cosmos somewhere yeah right. but and, and Captain Marvel they do it too she disappears yeah she's yeah, they, they, there's they, a thousand planets it's happening everywhere I gotta go guys it, yeah. and she warns you she's like yeah, you're not gonna see me for a while she's telling the audience she's telling the characters but she's basically telling the audience later yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Gandalf later. see you in two hours essentially nerfed is that the term nerfed they nerfed. Uh, yeah, yeah they nerfed a good call I didn't even think that's a great term for it alright so the only person we haven't heard from is I have one more point though oh you, that's right I don't want to yeah, step yeah. on your second one it's okay and then we'll get to you it's, it's mostly an SJW thing that, that we're criticizing you know yeah, yeah, I got that vibe too because like they, they were bitching about the the women's female fillers. That one. I was like, what exactly? Like, why do you care? Let them fucking. There's a moment. In a, there's a moment in the final battle. Yeah. There's a glory shot of all the all female the characters women. coming yeah. together to defend, and he's like, "We we got you covered." You know, whoever was holding the Infinity Gauntlet. That was awesome. That was awesome to me. Yeah. Yeah, I read a full length article on why that was problematic. <laughs> I had to click on it. I had to click on it. Dude, they're just, they're so thrown butts. They don't even understand. It's, it's like, okay, I can see you. Don't give them clicks, Russell. I, <laughs> I can see the point. I, know. I you know, I was curious about the point. I, I wanted know, to learn. I, know. I get you. I wanted to be an ally well, for females and stuff. I get you. I get you. But, you know, um, they were saying that it's kind of a little too late and there's like, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Wait, it's was just, it a woman I, who wrote it? Yeah. Wait, what's the wait? Just I get it now. I get it now. I get it now. What you're saying? Well, the too late. Like it's in. It's just like they haven't emphasized them enough to this point. Yeah, exactly. It's like like, too little, too late. No, it's like saying sorry after you've you know like you know stolen somebody's car. Like sorry, you know. Too late. I made the choice. I don't want to get in trouble. I I don't want to get in trouble. But you know, it's just like I thought. Come on. No, I know Come what on. you're saying. I understand. And, it's, and, and I understand what you're saying. It's it's hard for us as men yeah, cause I'm to a comment guy. on that. But at the same time, <laughs> but like as like as you know, as, as a person who's part Mexican, like I haven't seen a Latino hero yet, and I want to see that. And the thing is, like Black Panther finally gave black kids a Superman, and people were complaining about her, him and Captain Marvel. And it's like, okay, so there's one black character, and there's one female character, and there's fifty male character, white male characters. <laughs> What the fuck are you complaining about? You're still the goddamn majority. The, the problem Leave that it comes alone. down. The problem that it comes down to is the fact that it was a fan service moment that was not for them, and some people just cannot stand their their whatever it is. That fan service catering their opinion 100 percent of the time. And that's that what fan I feel like it comes service. Down to. Is, oh yeah. That fan service is for anybody who's a fan of comic books because to see we're we're seeing all these major comic book characters we grew up watching on screen in live action. We saw Gwyneth Paltrow play Rescue for fuck's sake. That is, in, she is. That's insane. Do you know who Rescue is? Yeah, it's from. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, okay. So I don't know because I don't know if you've. Had, I didn't I've know. Seen, I've seen I didn't know that was her name. Movies okay. up to yeah, plus she wrote that. The years ago. Ago. Well, she the did in Iron Man Three a little bit. So <laughs> well, no, she's been chilling out in that <laughs> blue costume on Instagram. Okay, going off. Oh, she has. Though. Yeah, the little Instagram. She's like, hey guys, you talking looking about, feeling cute, wearing blue armor. Maybe then here's what I'll do later for you guys. You were saying like you're Mexican, you haven't seen a Mexican hero. Like I'll just use my, myself as a guy. I'm Asian, right? Yeah. Like the only you Asian, are. Yeah. The only <laughs> Asian person I see is Benedict Wong, talk to strangers assistant guy. But like, and his name is Wong. <laughs> yeah. So so if there was a mo- let's say if there was a moment in which there was a glory shot of. All the side characters who are Asians coming together for one shot yeah. to, to defend the gauntlet. <laughs> How would I feel? I'd be like, 
It's just Wong. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, is that, is that necessary? I guess I'd be like, oh, wow, I appreciate I appreciate it. But at the same time, I was like, well, why couldn't you give us more stories earlier? So I guess from that point of view, like like women who found that yeah. off-putting, I can, I can see why it's off-putting yeah, for some see, women. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will say this, uh, just a little bit when we'll get to the... Mr. Potter over there. <laughs> that was a good breakdown, by Wong the way. Wong has one of my favorite moments in Doctor Strange. Like, right at the end when he just starts laughing. Like, he just starts... I can't remember the joke that... Like, either oh, yeah, Wong, but he's been waiting. He has a crack Strange. to smile the yeah, whole time. Yeah, exactly. Day. The whole time, like, like, he's been trying to make him make him laugh. Yeah. And he says one thing at the end, and he finally starts laughing. And it's such a wonderful moment. Because I don't think Wong he's that great of a joke. Big Wong has such a great laugh. It's huh? like a dad joke, isn't it? It's like something stupid. He's like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like yeah. he maybe wasn't even making like a joke. He just yeah, states exactly. something, but it strikes him as like absurd. Yeah, it's I, like, I, I can't oh, believe man. we just won or something. He says something like to that effect, and then Wong just starts laughing. And like he's like, I can't believe I just survived this, basically. That's the kind of laugh it is. Anyway... Joshua Potter, what did you think about Endgame? I was just letting you all have your... I know. <laughs> yeah, right? you, were, you were getting your notes over there, I see, maybe. No, no. I was, I was being distracted because I'm the kind of person that lets the chaos happen and then I'll get my words in later because I don't want to get talked over as much. Um, <laughs> Boom! <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Josh Potter, we ran out of time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no, it's fine. I was, I was distracted. I know you were no, looking at other comics. No, go for but, it. Um, yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed Endgame a lot on first viewing. I think there's a lot to unpack. I think, uh, I mean, I know I need to see it again at least, at least once more, if not two or three times more. Thank you, uh, A List, <laughs> AMC A List yeah, for, for that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, fantastic. I kind of want to go right now. Um, so yeah, I, I mean there were there were so many good moments. It you know some of my some of my theories and predictions came true in a sense. Uh, some of them were wildly different. So I think the movie did a great job of giving you what you wanted, but also subverting your expectations yeah. at the same time yeah. to say, look, you know, we we know you guys are theorizing the shit out of this movie, and uh, we're going to take it in a completely different way while still giving you what you want. I I think that's brilliant because it. There are so many ways the Marvel Universe could go now. And yeah. they have they have their idea for how it's going to go. This is in no way an end. No, no, absolutely it's, it's It is a, a new beginning. beginning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I think, I mean, going back to, to it's our uh, <laughs> off, off the rack issue uh, where we talk about Earth X, uh, I think that's a great kind of indication of where things could go and how you bring in Fantastic Four and X-Men and some of these other yeah. other big big characters that we haven't gotten to see in the MCU proper. I'm really yet. curious. Yeah, I'm really curious what they do with the X-Men. Yeah, I, I mean, I think everybody is at this point. And, so, and the Fantastic Four. I yeah. Honestly, I mean, I love the X-Men, but I want to see the Fantastic Four in here before see, the X-Men. I want to see Reed Richards in there. Yeah. I want to see Fantastic Four done right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a question though. You guys think, and, and uh, I don't want to throw this definitely to John because he loves the theories. Do you think <laughs> who do you think is going to be smarter, Reed or Shiri? Right now, it's established Shiri's the smartest, you, smartest person in the MCU. You have okay. That's actually an easy answer for me. It has to be Mister Fantastic, and the reason I would say that is because he's one of the cornerstones of that universe. It's mm. like it's like trying to tell some like you're trying to tell me in my face someone's going to out arm wrestle the Hulk. Yeah. If he's if he's angry enough, it's not happening. That's his thing. Like, like that's his thing. Exactly. Every, in comics, thing. you have a thing, and he's like he's stretchy, but that's his thing. Yeah, he's intelligent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the reason I base that off of is because Wait, does his brain stretch and make? Yeah, it, it can. He does that. Actually. He does. That, he yeah. does that trick. Yeah, he organizes his brain. 
brain to like think a different. What does he do? Yeah, he's like his wrinkles and shit. Like he's wearing Doctor Doom's suit. I mean, I understand he's wearing the suit so he can walk through the fortress, but I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? He do some wild shit, man. Like he's 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 almost got like a Howard Hughes kind of vibe. He's like walking around Doctor Clemens' toenails. Yeah. But um, Josh was waiting for what? Yes, oh, you were, you were no, saying no, no. yes. I'm just, uh, I'm just okay. kind of like, uh, yeah. Back just, to Josh's I don't, review. I don't feel like uh, like shouting anymore today. <laughs> um, I'm really tired. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of shouting in the movie. There, yeah, yeah. So I think my standout moments in in the movie, uh, without seeing it a second time, are all cap related. Oh, actually, yeah. I mean, there are so many other great moments, but. Right off the bat, when actually now there's four, uh, Cap Cap goes back to uh, to get the staff, uh, Loki's staff. Oh yeah, oh. in the elevator, and you basically get that that replay yeah. from Winter Soldier, which is my favorite scene from Winter oh, Soldier. Yeah. And you're like, oh, are we gonna get 2.0 of this with Jasper Sitwell in there now? And then they took it a different way, and to oh, get out yeah. of it, he whispers, "Hail Hydra." And just walks out of the fucking elevator. It's like, yeah, like which boss. is also a, a jab at all the, the haters that hated when they did that in the comics and made Steve Rogers an agent of Hydra, essentially. Yeah. Which I knew they were going to reverse eventually. I mean, everybody got so pissed off about it. I was like, this is genius. This yeah. is brilliant. You take Cap, turn him on his head, make him do the one thing he would never, ever do. Yeah. And and see where that goes. Like, I thought that Who was Who expected was this? I totally Ooh. expected a fight. <laughs> yeah. And, and there was no fight. Yeah, 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 it was fantastic. So that uh, the yeah. joke about um, you know him kind of backing back into the frame, looking at himself who he's just fought and saying that is America's ass, and yeah. then walking off. It's like yes, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> um, and then picking up picking up the hammer, of course. Oh, dude, you yeah. knew that was going to happen. I mean, if you're paying attention, you in, take the I called this shit in 2016. <laughs> yeah, I, I got yeah. video evidence. Yeah, check it out. Hudson is Prime YouTube. Ah, there it is. Plug uh, it. Uh, so that was. I, I also I love Thor's reaction to it. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I knew it. Yeah. Oh, that's what he's doing. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just cheering. Yeah. When, yeah. But that's the and it was a, it was one of those moments in the theater where we were all cheering together because mm-hmm. that was so cool. That was so it great because we a... all know Cap's worthy enough. Oh yeah, he's worthy. Uh, which which is another like, another fun here, thing here's, to talk about here, why he wasn't in here's the thing. Ultron. I got two theories. Why, I have I have a theory on that. I I think it was his own doubt. Cap's doubt? Yes. In other words, he didn't think he was worthy to pick up the hammer because Cap is one of those guys that does, even though he has all these powers, he's so humble about what he is. Like, he calls Tony Earth's best defender. You can make an argument that Cap is the Earth's best defender as well. So, I think his slight humbleness is the only reason he couldn't pick up the hammer in, in Ultron. You know, that's, that's why, because he moves it. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then he moves it, but then he doubts himself. That's that one second. See... That, 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 this, I'm going to have to reserve my full thoughts on this until we get into a more in-depth conversation okay. about it later sure. on. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but, but, uh, but I do feel, like I said, there's there's something there. I, I got a couple theories about it. I plan on making a video about it, so All I'll right. just kind of save my, cool. my, my thoughts we'll, for that. We'll, we'll Favorite, uh, I can tell you that on a two screenings I went to, that got the most cheers. Oh, oh yeah? Screenings. yeah? That, yes. that and Spider-Man. <laughs> oh yeah, instant kill mode. Yeah, instant kill mode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Spidey. That was great. That was so great. I love when I cried. I think my favorite when he came on the favorite shot though of the whole thing, oh. which which just not even not even the battle when they're all rushing at each other. Oh it's right God. before that. It is 
Cap facing down a fucking alien army with half a shield yeah. and ready to go, like basically, like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. I could do this all day. Yeah, you know, I'm I gonna, I'm go. gonna die, but I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna go down and fight. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Thanos. What day is like, it? Today? Oh, that's right. I'm doing it all day. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that shot and the way it's lit, and I know, you know, half that shot is digital. Actually, probably the whole shot's oh, digital. Yeah. But that encompasses. Everything of Cap's character, like, all right, let's do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop this army yeah. one way or another, or die trying. You know, it, it was, it was wonderful, wonderful shot. Yeah. Mm. Just a, just a so. quick side note. As, as of this recording, Avengers, or Endgame has made 1.2 billion worldwide. Worldwide, I believe. 850 million domestic, so it's shattered all the records. I know, 200 is at least uh, China. Yeah, yeah, because it was a, yeah. it was a, yeah. a, it was a breaking records over there. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's got a real shot of that. It's, it's, I, I, it's I, a cultural Star Wars event. Didn't, Star Wars can't. Star Wars beat Titanic. No, depending on inflation, is Titanic yeah. still in the well. Inflation definitely not. Well, inflation yeah. fucking still gone with the wind. Which that movie sucks, but I don't want to talk about that. But you got to that movie sucks. Oh my god, uh, I don't know how that's considered one of the best movies of all time. Citizen Kane is way better, and I don't even think that movie's that great. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I might, I might disagree with you on that. I might put Gone with the Wind over Citizen Kane. I would what? say, uh, I would say, without getting into oh, it, I would God, say I Citizen Kane is a technical marvel. Like it is, it is technically perfect. But I'm just bored I for that get, entire movie. That God story is boring. I get your argument. I was I'm just going to get this argument. There is nobody to root for in that fucking movie. Every single person, except for maybe, is it Manny? Which is a fucking horrible character. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. A, but, oh my God, sensitive, yeah. but yeah. every single person in that movie is a fucking horrible person. No, you shouldn't slap a woman, but no. she fucking sucks. Like, what's her name? I don't even remember their name. <laughs> Rhett, <laughs> Rhett and... Uh, Rhett, Rhett Butler uh, and... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that was just like a weird... Anyway, that would be a like fun... So, yeah, that would be a fun... Uh, yeah, we're back on the Classic yeah, Cinema yeah, Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic Cinema no, I think that that would be a good argument to have uh, at some point because clearly I'm in the minority on this one and I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that. You guys want to have an argument? I walked out of the movie theater not enjoying it as much as I wanted to. Gasp! I did not. I, I, I did not. <laughs> Very gasped because I probably said if you picked four moments, I could think of a hundred. Well, yeah, it is too, but those all the moments are good. At least. I will say this. I need to see it again before I can fully put my opinions in concrete because yeah, I feel like true. I... A more comfortable circumstances could literally swing everything. But my first viewing, my takeaway was that the biggest thing that I can say non-spoilers before I dive into stuff is that this is the first time in the MCU that I feel like I saw story and character decisions being made because of the behind-the-scenes financial real-life ramifications of how contracts work, people's desire to actually continue the characters, and things along that means. So that being said... This and that's what drove me out of the comics. I mean, we talked about that on the last pod that we did. When I can start seeing those those lines coming in, it really just pulls the story away from me. Now yeah. that being said, the ending I thought was handled well enough for the characters. I think it could have been done a different way that would have achieved a different result. Result very similar to the best comparison I could say is, yeah, I loved what Luke Skywalker did to tease Kylo Ren at the end of Last Jedi. But did you really have to fade away? It's like one of those kinds of things, like. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole like I said, that's a whole nother pod. That that's I something talk. else I can get to there. But I'm not I'm not going to get into it right now. Love Mark Hamill's performance, but yeah, that I disagree with Ryan Johnson where Luke Skywalker should have went. But go ahead. Yeah, but in, in that vein, there is, and I will I'll save this again for another pod. But I feel like both Tony Stark and Captain America's journeys could have achieved those same results with slight alterations that I would have found more pleasing. 
But I know that I'm a theorist. I'm the one that likes to pick these things apart. And so just because maybe something I predicted didn't show up, am I biased towards it? Who knows? There's probably an argument there. But ultimately, I, I recognize it as a good movie. If you're going to break it down to brass tacks and like what we're watching is clips on YouTube, hell and yes, this movie has like 20 of the top 10 moments in the MCU history. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. But the with the with the I'm longer run, the <laughs> yeah, damn right, man, damn right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I agree, it's 110, percent dude. I agree. Yeah. I fucking agree. But but if I'm starting to look at it as as a logistical viewer and having to sit there for a three hour experience, I think you could have given Ant Man a better reason to get out of the realm than you did. I don't like the fact that you could turn around and do a how it should have ended where the freaking guy at the the junkyard actually hires an exterminator and Ant-Man never gets out of there and the movie just keeps going. Like, I feel like that's really flimsy, very happenstance. I was like, eh. That bothered me too, yeah. And I was like, eh. And then on top of that, you just go to Cass's house and then go to the Avengers. I don't need you stumbling around the street like a drunk not knowing where the fuck you are. That's This movie is, we are are on a time frame. We need need resolutions here. And I'll say this, to wrap wrap it up though for me, uh, I do love that, because I could talk, we're gonna get. We're gonna have a more in-depth pod. I'm gonna say that right now. We're gonna have a more in-depth pod once Alex has seen it on the on Avengers Endgame. I can imagine being a two-parter actually. Oh, oh, easily. That's what we did with Infinity War on the other pod. Easily. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I love, I love. I was not bored at all during the Return of the King moments because they, they literally have like 16 endings. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like every character oh, kind of gets a little. <laughs> but there, there's like. Two or three characters in each one, so it's not like it's each character it's separately. Yeah, it's like a bunch right of now. stories. Yeah, yeah. So, but they're all cute wrap ups, and uh, it, it it has. I will say this right now: um, no end credits. Stay through the end of the credits because the music is wonderful. Oh Alan yeah, just, and the uh, credits are great. Pulled the off one, a fucking yes. amazing yes. score because he also incorporated all the other scores because every time like Captain Marvel comes in or Black Panther, they play the you know their themes. Yeah, and Alan Silvestri. Put him in perfectly. He did different versions of the Avengers theme, which is always appreciated because yep. it is such a memorable one. So, it, yeah, as a as a movie, like as an experience, it, I it's it's second to none. Like, if Star Wars is my first love, and Force Awakens was one of those experiences I will never have again, or I will never have anything that'll top it. But I will have things that will equal it, and I think Avengers Endgame equaled that feeling. Coming I, out, I was just like. Wow, it was all worth it. 22 fucking movies, and it was all worth it. Incredible Hulk, Thor, Dark World. Although, Potter has a theory about how it nullifies Dark World. I like his theory. No, you are no, rewarded no, no. for so, watching Thor, Dark World. Yeah. Yes. You're rewarded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You are. It wasn't exactly. a waste. Exactly, because yeah. the ether is there, and they explain it and everything. He talks about and Natalie Portman came back. I would, love, I would love a what if that shows how Steve Rogers got that. Her, right? I would love a what if when he's replacing the stone, how the hell he injected that stone back into her to make the timeline correct. I would love to see that what oh, if. Oh, yeah. That's got to be great. Yeah. Uh, Miss Portman. Well, I almost, I almost have to think it was like, since she didn't speak, she's in it, but she didn't speak. If they CG'd her face, oh no no, no that wasn't her. That wasn't her. I don't think. Not the part where, when she's in the bed. I, 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 she's I, at the she's at the premiere though. She's at the premiere. See, she was at the premiere and she's credited in the. Oh, oh, so maybe oh, because in the original work she probably credited, because yeah. I think I thought I read something saying that she wasn't in the actual scene. Like they they was a body double did that, but it was her in the the, the footage. I thought they, well, they did the body double in Thor when she, when Thor and her kiss at the end. That was actually his wife who kissed him. And uh, they put her face because it was all oh, that's right. Shot. Yeah, exactly. So she runs to the screen. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, because they did that way later. Because <laughs> look how clever they made the joke. He didn't, didn't even kiss you. And that's the end credits. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> when did Thor Dark World? Uh, See, you're right. Russell I, I just care about Thor Dark World. Speaking it of all the, makes it worth it. Speaking <laughs> of the Hulk, though, how'd y'all feel about his journey? I feel a little, uh, a little uh, shortchanged. Oh, I loved it, man. But he well, didn't he, have a journey though. Like he, he's started. not done. Well, yeah, I I watched yeah. it. He's not done. Looking for a journey. There wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't really. 
Because he, he he's he's the journey. He's the guy. He is the five years, right? He's he's, he's doctor. Yeah. He's Doctor Hulk. It's we got what we wanted, kind of. I wanted that. Well, yeah, no. I mean, Pop, yeah, dude, you and I, I called, looked at each other and fucking like. <laughs> I called I called I called the Professor Hulk bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, Hulk, I, I get I get where I get what you're saying as far as he kind of he needed to have one more he, Thanos moment is what yes is what he I needed to talk about he like, needed a direct result with Thanos. Well, that's what, what I'm saying. I, I didn't get one. I, yeah. Here's yeah. the thing: is I, Hulk's not done. Like I think the thing no. is like after no, after but, what happened with Thor Ragnarok, it's one of those things that Thor and Hulk are going to go on for at least like eat the characters. I'm not saying they're going to have three or four more movies each, but they're going to be in three or four more movies. Hmm. Like I, I I and it's it's and they did what I wanted them to do with with Thor and the Guardians. Uh, because I thought they had such amazing <laughs> chemistry in Infinity War. Has Guardians of the Galaxy? Exactly. Yeah. And which is a great comic series. Oh yeah. It's yeah. going to be awesome to show that like I really hope that Thor is in Guardians three. I don't think he will be because I think that it's script written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but someone had a theory, and maybe you guys were talking about how it's going to be search for Spock, basically. So looking for Gamora because this is where I get confused. Where's Gamora at the end? Is she just does she, she just she's booked, man? She's well, 2014. The second time Did they show her, I, they're looking for her. No, right? I look. Yeah, you're right. Because like I assumed that she was a time remnant and she joins the Gal- Guardians, right? That's yeah. what I assumed after the first viewing. But the second viewing, I noticed she was not at the funeral. And no. she was not at the ship at the end, but there was a display of Peter Quill looking at the computer screen, and it says searching for for Gamora. Okay, yeah. so so, so you got that. You just assume she slipped off off screen. I yeah, no, yeah. Uh, she, is she in the I battle? Think, no, she could be. She's in the battle, yeah, because she saves Peter yeah. from, from yeah, she's getting in the shot. Battle, yeah. That's right. And then Peter goes Gamora, and then he's like, and then she yeah. like fucking hits him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I I don't know. I think because that Gamora is. In order to preserve the timeline, that Gamora has to be snapped back to 36 years prior, or whatever it is. But this is the thing, though. With, with Thanos. Because Thanos didn't... Yes, he got snapped, you know, to dust. But I think you have to snap him back to where he entered the timeline, the future timeline. That's the thing. It's like to, all the things they're going to set back into motion and seem like everybody's going to come back. This, this, <laughs> Not the, everybody, but everybody gets snapped out the, there. They, you are correct on that. Because literally the only one that, the only person that's still dead well, at Thanos the end of this movie... Thanos is still going to be a fucking problem. Yeah, the only person that was dead at the well, end of this movie... Well, he's inevitable. They well, say it several times. Thanos yeah. is well, yeah, inevitable. Because that's how that universe's course of action has to go. And, yeah. But... Oh crap! What was I gonna say? The only person that's dead at the end of this movie. Oh yeah, it's it's Vision, and he's a freaking robot. You can just rebuild him. 2014 Gamora's rolling around. I mean, arguably the Asgardians are are not back alive, but we can figure that out. Um, But the 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 argument about the time travel thing, and this is where I think Marvel really either purposely got haphazard, or this is where they 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 got a little off track because they they play really fast and loose with the timelines. Because I don't think this is a universe where you snap back to time. What happens is you create a tangent, and so basically because she's over here now, like 2014. Gamora, that fucks up that yeah, we say the series of movies because she's here now. She doesn't get to have Guardians of the Galaxy 2. She never gets to meet Guardians of the Galaxy 1. In that right. universe she left, the Guardians never show up. But arguably, another change, that universe now no longer has Thanos because he died in our universe. He never gets to go back. Well, doesn't the ancient one say that? They do the Back, yeah. back of the Future thing where it's like a divergent time. It's like there's two different timelines now. Like the flow's here now. Like, yeah, that is exactly correct. But they have to correct. set it back normal. Well, but so then, when they well, set it back normal, but, that means Guardians in one and two. No, 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 no. no. But they, don't, they only get back if you put the air... If you put what you take out in the exact pot spot where you took yeah. it out. That's where it is. And that's how it's fucked up. I'm sorry. Hold on. I, let, me, let me talk better. This is what I'm saying. You, you, can, you can fix the tangents if you return the exact thing that you took out to the exact point in place where it was so that that timeline can continue unaverted. As soon as whatever you took out is removed and taken somewhere else, you're fucked. And you create a tangent. Fucking time travel. I love it as a storytelling this. device, but it's so 
fucking confused. Dude, that's why, why and Austin Powers well, did, did the best reaction when they when they when he, when he starts explaining time. He's like, oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah, like because it's like it's I'm, I'm making a video about it right confusing. now. There's, I'm gonna make a video about all the tangents they created. They created one when Gamora's over here because now that universe doesn't get Guardians of the Galaxy. They did one where uh, Loki escapes because now that universe no longer has the Tesseract then, in custody. Then, okay, but so but that means that James Gunn definitely knew this was coming because he obviously wrote he, Volume Three. It had to, he had to know this was coming. I'm sure he's, not. he's in on it. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, but what well, I'm telling you is this yeah. is a prequel. But yeah. go ahead. no, I don't think it's a prequel. I think I think James Gunn is supposed to be or was going to be before his firing and now rehiring. He was going to be kind of the dictator of where the cosmic side of Marvel goes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I could very easily see him being in on all of this and knowing mm-hmm. this was coming down the line. Plus, they've now gone to space. From yeah. a story, right. from a story standpoint. Having having Gamora be the thing you're looking for, and having Star Lord trying to reconnect with her and reclaim what he used to have, that's that's great storytelling, uh, you know, fodder right there. And that makes a good movie, and it makes an emotional journey for not only Star Lord but Gamora, um, and and still preserves everything. The thing I, I think I, I see what you're saying, John, about the divergent timelines. I think yeah. the main essentially the main timeline was preserved like Steve goes back he puts the stones back where they were taken he probably puts Thor's hammer back so that Dark World can happen but if Gamora wasn't placed back same with Thanos same with Nebula and Loki too and and Loki then then you've, you've got a problem there. those are all However, I think I think Loki is going to be because, I don't think it's going to be a prequel series now the Disney Plus series I think oh. it's going to be about Loki tripping through that was the a question time. I, that was he, the biggest he, question I had oh he definitely that. teleported to Disney Plus that's exactly where the time oh, yeah. starts yeah. 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 I think uh, we were I just read through some of the text in one of our other texts that I for Way We Nerd uh, and I think what's going to happen and I agree with these guys is that Loki because of his his character journey I think he's going to even though Avengers Loki hasn't had the same you know journey that Loki and Ragnarok has had yeah I think he's going to eventually realize I I'm fucking up everything I'm going to just have to go back to this point in time and turn myself in Ooh now see that's good <laughs> So that would then that would then keep that flowing However, that still creates the Gamora Thanos Nebula situation still creates a problem for the Guardians of the Galaxy. I love how every movie he but, has, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, since they haven't act- interacted with the Avengers at all yet, yeah. they're okay. That timeline is still mostly preserved. And maybe they beat Thanos from the get-go because you don't have Peter Quill coming in and fucking up the grabbing the gauntlet off of Thanos on Titan. That's true. So that that whole universe could be smooth sailing now. And you still have three stones on Earth for the most of that, yeah. that preservation. Exactly. But I think what it comes down to, and like you, you put on a key a key point in there and saying that they can put a button in some of this stuff in some of these these streaming services and these channels and these things we know are coming. Yeah. This is this could be a very purposeful move to sit there and purposely diverge the timeline so you can examine that shit later. Oh yeah. Like yeah. and but see and that's for me that's I need to know what it is. And because it's such an open ended question, I feel like that reflects heavily on how I'm viewing the movie right now. Sure. And so I feel like, again, I need to see it again. I need to put more in perspective. I want to well, see it right now. I'm looking at showtimes, bro. They're like, <laughs> they're like almost sold out until like the nine o'clock showing. I believe it. Damn. Oh, that's wild. I like, think it's, 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 fuck. I think what's, what's phenomenal. Your problem too is also we don't, we don't get, after the movie's done, we don't get any indication of where the Marvel Universe is going in the credits or anything. Yeah. They've been so tight lipped about it because they don't want to do. They don't want to give away any spoilers. Uh, you know, uh, Far From Home is, is coming out soon, and we'll get a little bit there, but I don't think we're going to get as much as people people think we are. Oh, yeah. I, I think until that movie has, has played its course and they start announcing other movies, that's when we're finally going to get a... 
a good idea of the shape of the Marvel Universe going forward. Yeah. Essentially. Remind me to tell you something off this because it has nothing to do with this podcast. But okay. I, I saw some pop vinyl shit that you might be interested in. Oh, nice. Um, okay. uh, but yeah, no, that, and, I mean, that makes sense. It just it just depends on how they play the long game with this. And like yes. I said, I feel like another viewing, uh, maybe sometime in, in next week, if, uh, if the projections you give me are correct over here. Dude, dude. I will, yeah, I, I'll, <laughs> I'm going down to go with you guys if you guys want to go. Like, anyone who wants to go, I'm definitely down. I'm down to do a I podcast wanna... on it if it's still rolling like this shit next week or something. Who knows? Oh, we should. Yeah, we should. No, we should do a more in-depth one because we're, we're, we're running low on time here. All right. So, uh, uh, I can't stop looking at Showtimes right now. I really want to go to see this movie again. <laughs> I'm already picking my Showtime for a third. I do have a question though. Alex, did you have any thoughts just kind of hearing everything? How is your not no, seeing? I have no thoughts. I didn't even see the one prior to this yet, so my. You ever seen Infinity War? Yeah, dude. Oh, so, you're wild, child, man. Look at you go. Damn. <laughs> Damn. you want to borrow it? I have Fast and loose. Do you? Over here. Man. Oh, wait. Yeah, Look at you shoot from the hip. I love it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, for a special edition Avengers Endgame off the rack, I am Dan Lobos. I'm Russell Fung. John Hudson. Joshua Potter. Alex Wills. We'll see you next time off the rack. <laughs>